Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller with you. Thanks for joining us. I have something really cool today. I'm going to tell you guys, this is a showstopper. Whatever you're doing, this one is, <laughs> I'm say, the next about 20 minutes you're going to want to hear because of all of the work that I've done, uh, this might be some of the most fundamental and foundational key stuff that uh, we've put together here. So what in the world are we talking about? Well, this came out of the recipe, the kitchen, <laughs> kind of just um, playing with a couple of different technologies and different things. And voila, here's something that is working incredibly well. I'll give partial credit to Fred Dodson, partial credit to Jose Silva, and partial credit to the universe, obviously, as always. We have a new audio book out for Fred Dodson called Essays of Reality Creation, Book 5. And it's a smorgasbord. There are 46 chapters, and they are all short essays. So you get a smorgasbord of a lot of Fred's work in a very condensed format. I love the essays book, and we're going to have Fred on. And that's how, what precipitated this podcast is during that interview, he told me something to check out. One thing led to another, and here we are. So let's walk this backwards. Those of you who have been listening for a while know that I have a vocal issue, and it is that my cords don't close all the way. It's better in the morning. It progresses through the day, and then it resets overnight with sleep. So a doctor told me one time, there's no disease on the planet that progresses through the day and then resets to normal overnight. He said, you've got stress. Okay, set that little piece aside. A couple of years ago, I was doing some consulting work in the medical business, and I worked with a clinic in Phoenix. They did this test on me. It was a holistic test, and it looked at the intensity of your sympathetic and parasympathetic reactions as measured by distance in the wavelength of your heartbeat. Okay, that's enough right there. <laughs> we could go deeper, but no. That one showed basically off the charts – as far as stress reaction, in fact, the guy said, dude, if you don't resolve this, you, and we won't go into the, what, the rest of what he said, all right, set that piece aside. For most of my professional career, my work has included hyper intense focus. So when I was in my early to mid 20s, I started a television production business. Clients would say, could you make that a 25-frame dissolve instead of a 20-frame dissolve? So we were hyper-focusing to the extent that somebody was noticing the difference in a 5-frame dissolve. Hyper-focus. Now I do all this audio work. I'm producing a radio show in Dallas-Fort Worth. I do all these podcasts. Audio work. Hyper-focusing. All right? Set that aside. Just last night, I was walking through the grocery store, and there was a clash and a bang over my back right shoulder. My reaction has always been this way, just sheer heart-stopping terror. I mean, I was in the middle of the grocery store. Something fell. I don't know. My heart nearly stopped. All right, so what's going on? Well, I've mentioned this before, that... Through all these subconscious processes and some past life regression, it became very clear that I had a traumatic death about a thousand or more years ago of being beheaded. 
I totally get now that impact on my life. As in, there is nothing safe about this planet for little old me. (laughs) I talked about it some in the last podcast, too. Danger, 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 warning, warning, warning. So any little thing sets my parasympathetic system into overdrive of fight or flight. And the preferred choice has been flight. And then, astrologically, I'm wired to fight. (laughs) So it's like, okay, here's this paradox. So Fred mentioned a book, and I'm going to give it to you right now. So if you uh, need to pause, because you're going to want to capture this, and then you can always rewind. But The Open Focus Brain, Harnessing the Power of Attention to Heal Mind and Body. It's by Jim Robbins, and then the other guy has a name that I would have to spell out. So just Jim Robbins, Open Focus Brain, will get you there. It's available, obviously, the old-fashioned way of paperback or hardback, I think, and then you can get the digital and the audio, and that's what I did. I got the digital, and then they said, for a few more dollars, you can get the audio. But I was like, yeah, absolutely, I'll do them together. Not a long read or listen, and here's the deal. You can shortcut it if you want to. Some chapters have built-in exercises at the ends of the chapters. So if you wanted just the learning part, you could do that. You could listen in to the exercises. And then you could save the exercises for a time when you're relaxed and centered and focused. And you could just skip to the next chapter of learning material and then come back and do the exercises. That's one way to do it, and that would get you through it even quicker. And it's one of those books that you're going to get the concept in the first 25%. And then a lot of the rest of it is application. So concept, application, exercises. Now, as part of the concept, they talked about the alpha brainwave state. Ah, this brought me back to the very early days of this podcast. Seven years ago, eight years ago. Heck, we're coming up on 10 almost. (laughs) Kelly Howell. And her brain sync subliminal and subconscious audio programs. And by the way, Kelly now is on all of the subscription services. So iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, all of those. You can get her whole body of work on those subscription services. All right. So there's the other little like set that aside kind of thing. So the alpha state and alpha brain waves. And there's one more on that, as I was hearing and reminding about or being reminded about Alpha, was I thought, isn't that the work that Jose Silva did? You've heard of the Silva method, right? Some of you have probably studied it. Yes, that was an Alpha brain wave state. All right, let's tie all of this together. So basically, how do we access our subconscious mind? We have 200 and something podcasts on here talking about this difference between our conscious mind and our unconscious mind and how much we are indeed driven by that unconscious side. Of course, that was the summation summary of Joseph Murphy's work in The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, which many of you have read. Now, I do think, and this is just my own personal belief, I do believe that this is not our only rodeo as a soul And I do believe that we bring things forward from the past. Now, I'm not going to go into that, but I do think if you're trying to sort through things in your life, I think that's an area that you have to take a look at at one time or another. But in the here now, the whole process begins, I guess you could say, either when we go to bed or when we wake up. But let's say that during sleep, 
is really when this whole process begins, especially as we wake up. It's a new day. Good morning. And you wake up with a thousand things. Well, let's make it more realistic. 50 things on your mind that have to be done or problems or issues or things that you're concerned about or afraid of. And you lay there in bed for a few minutes as you're waking up and you're clicking through that list. Now I have to be here at such and such and the kids need this and the da 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 And you haven't even put a foot on the floor on planet Earth and your mind is already running 200 miles an hour. You know what I'm talking about. Well, if we had probes up on your little head, we could measure the electrical frequency of that brain energy as you come out of sleep and then instantly go from about 5 hertz of brain frequency to probably 20 to 30. I mean, like pedal to the metal and you hit the ground running, right? And what do you do first? I need some coffee. Chug some coffee and crank another 10 hertz of brainwaves on because now your mind is running even faster and so is your heart. So it's not even 30 minutes into the new day and you have already activated your brain frequency to a hyperstate and you have caffeinated your body to an accentuated or elevated physical state. And that's how we do it. That's how life in modern times is done. Oh, by the way, somewhere in there you've checked your phone and that's created another shift of focus. Then you turn the radio or the television on and then wonder why you can't tune into your subconscious mind. Can't figure out how to connect with inner self. Go pay for a yoga class to try to unwind some of what was just put in place. Now, look, I'm not saying that critically. Don't think that that's a criticism. That's how most people do life. They wake up with challenges, they hit the caffeine, and then they turn on the noise And with that, your subconscious self, which really is the connection to your soul, is so far in the background that it has no voice. Now, the magic number on that brain frequency scale is 10, approximately 10 hertz. If you Google brain frequency chart, there are a number of them from different sources online. But basically, as we're waking up, we're coming out of the delta and theta states, which are from zero, let's say, to seven and a half. All right? So that's wake up. That's the lower end of the frequency. Now, I'm going to tell you how to get to 10 real easy. You know when you're laying in bed and you've woken up, but your thoughts haven't kicked in. You're just in that state between sleep and consciousness. And you realize that, ah, I'm waking up. Must be morning. And then you just relax back into the sleep. You think, I'll get another 10 minutes. And you just relax back into sleep. That's alpha. Brain activated, but not on hyperdrive. Not thinking, not processing thought. At least not in some kind of manic panic way. And if you have a habit or a practice of basically capturing as much of that time as you can in the morning, so maximizing that time of waking up and being in that space of alpha where you're not thinking and just allowing your body to naturally warm itself up, that's a beautiful way to transition into the day. Because when your feet hit the floor now, you still haven't thought a thought. You're just in the presence of the new day. And 
as you go into the bathroom and brush your teeth and do you you know the things that start your day you start them at a much lower brain frequency as you start to move into what is the beta phase which takes us all the way up to 30 hertz and then if you just want to know the scale gamma goes from 30 on up to possibly 100 the higher the scale the more active our brain the lower the scale the less active our brain that's the bottom line so this whole concept is built on achieving alpha during the day ooh how do we do that do i have your attention well what most of us do and what i just set all those stages up at the beginning of the podcast is to say you can see how thomas miller spent most of his life in the beta and gamma phases of hyperfocus hyperbrain activity and very little in the alpha or below unless asleep and we could talk about alcohol's role in this but I won't just realize that it is a pseudo way to try to bring your waves down doesn't work but how can we bring naturally our brain frequency down even on command or how could we even be working on something and trigger ourselves into around 10 hertz of brain frequency ah oh, well a couple of ways you can do it let's bring kelly howell back into the conversation so kelly developed these brain sync audio meditations she did a ton of research on this and put all kinds of elements into her sounds into her music that is specifically designed to bring the brain down to these lower levels when listened through headphones. Nowadays, you can go on YouTube or these other music channels that I mentioned and find alpha brain frequency audios. Now, I wouldn't trust the ones that are not at least binaural. These YouTube videos, unless there's some proven science behind them that you're aware of, if it just says alpha state, I would need to do some more digging to get behind that. However, uh, Silva, Jose Silva did this, that there's a tapping video or tapping audio that he has that establishes basically the 10 hertz frequency as you're listening. So that's one way to do it is you can listen to music. Well, you can't do that all day long. So can we do it even in another way that we might be able to trigger at any point? And that is where we bring the book Open Focus Brain back into the picture because that's what they teach you how to do. And it's an inclusive package. I mean, you read the book, you've got the technique. It's not a teaser. And as they suggest, the way that you do it is through where you focus your attention so rather than focusing your attention on an audio timeline on a computer screen, you focus your attention broader. The more you can broaden out your attention or your perspective to even the peripheral, or as they talk about in the book, focus right now on the space between your right thumb and forefinger and just feel and sense that space. Now feel the space between your thumb and forefinger on your left hand. Feel that space. Now feel the space around your body. Feel the space between your chin 
and the top of your head. Feel that space. See the mass or the size of that space. Now extend your arms out to the sides until you can't see your fingers anymore in your peripheral vision and feel the space in between your hands as it encompasses your body. And now move your peripheral vision beyond your right hand and beyond your left hand and feel the space that extends out from your peripheral vision. And they go through this. This is the gist of the exercise. And as I've been doing this, I find that when I stop and expand peripheral vision, that I start smiling (laughs) and start almost giggling. It's fun. It brings a levity into the space. And it takes your focus off of that which you were hyper-focusing on in that moment. So I'm going to refer you back to the book on how to really drill that technique in. But that's the idea is the more we notice spaces, the less we hyper-focus. The less we hyper-focus, the lower our brain frequency goes, the more we get in tune with our subconscious mind. Now, here's the other overlay exercise, and this comes from the Silva Method. Credit where credit is due. Jose Silva was an electronics repairman who started to realize as he studied more and, as he says, was trying to create new areas where he could add value in the world and stumbled across this connection between electrical frequencies, hertz, and how our brain processes. And so he developed a whole program called the Silva Method. This is one of his techniques. In that alpha state, so whether you achieve it through doing this first when you wake up in the morning or you do it through the open space exercise, you get yourself as close, or with headphones, you get yourself as close to alpha as you can. In that state, close your eyes and look up about 20 degrees. Move your eyes 20 degrees up, not far not way high, not uncomfortable, just up. And over on the right-hand side of your vision, so now move your eyes to the right. And over there on the right-hand side, create the scene that you want to address in your mind. Okay? So I'm going to lead you through my little example. So when I do this, I close my eyes and I focus and I see the recording from the otolaryngologist's office with that camera down in my throat as she says, now say E, and I see that my cords have a gap open in them. I see it. I allow myself to see it because, as the book talks about, when you put your attention on it in this way, then you can start to heal it. So I see that up there in the right. And then I bring my eyes back down, relax, breathe, refocus, move your eyes back up, and now in the middle, right in the middle, see exactly what you would like to see instead. So I see, and I see the cords nice and full and expanded and just the right size that The sound is coming through perfectly, 
and no air is coming through. E. All right, then you relax. And now you're going to look to the left, bring your eyes down, just relax. And then I look over to the left in the upper left quadrant. And then you apply that. So what would you be doing or what actions would be happening if the middle box was fulfilled? And what I see myself is going in at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, which is usually about the worst time of day for me, and sitting down behind the microphone and doing a three-hour radio show in full, resonant, beautiful tone. Now, here's the catch. The podcast is called Subconscious Mind Mastery, right? And we talk about the subconscious impact on our life. If you try to vision that third box and your mind, your subconscious, does not agree with it, then it's going to kick it back. You're going to have some rejection to the third box. First box, that's easy. Oh, yeah, that's my problem, right? And don't own your problem. Don't own your problem. Oh, yeah, that's my badge. I have XYZ medical diagnosis. No, come on. We know we you if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, Bob Newhart, stop it. So just own, just let it be. Let allow it, but you're not owning it. It's just in the space. All right, put it up there in the box. Here's the issue. In the middle box, here's what I would like to create instead. Ah, that's fun. That's exhilarating. And then in the third box, now let's apply it and your subconscious says, "Are you freaking kidding?" You know, mine is mine. I've done that, and it has been a like a resounding reject. Oh, not no, heck no, right? <laughs> uh, uh-uh. uh. And that's when you know there's your block. That's where your subconscious is not allowing what you want, and it's blocked up. And that's the way to uncover it. Now, what do you do about it? Ah, go back to podcast number one. <laughs> and Fred Dodson has 30 audiobooks that address various aspects of this. And there are so many other methods. And you know what I would do? What I would do is, if you haven't done this, go to Fred's book, Reality Creation Technique. It's like two-something hours, and it addresses this very issue. It tells you what to do with this issue. It's on audiobook. It was the first book I did, so you could hear the early days compared to the now days. But reality creation technique was that technique of how you address that third box rejecting you. And that's actually what I've been doing. If I get a rejection in the third box, then I go to reality creation technique and I start asking it back and forth and we work through the process. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is so amazingly powerful to expose and accept, and neutralize, and then to start living our lives from this perspective of open attention, open focus. If I had done that, then I dare say that I would not have a heart condition, vocal cord problems. I remember when I was 39 and a half, and I was reading a research report for a job that I had at the time, and all of a sudden I had to move my arms out a little farther, and I was like, oh, no, it can't be happening already. It's tension. 
it's muscle tension around the eyes that causes us to wear these readers. And certainly the guy in Phoenix wouldn't have said, dude, if you don't address this, dot, dot, dot. So these are really big issues. And those of you who are, let's say, below 40, if you address these now, then a lot of the things that you've heard me describe, you will not have to deal with. If you're in your, let's say, 40 to 60 time frame, you still have time to turn it around, although it needs to be a priority. And if you are over 60, then what you do, it's already in the imprint, you start to reverse it. Every little bit helps, but you become so conscious of this at any age that you realize the less that we can hyper-focus and the more we can just shift ourselves to open perspective, the better our outcome is going to be across the board. Oh, I hope that this message sinks deep into your heart because this will transform your life in incredible ways. Thanks for staying with me. I'm Thomas Miller. Expand your focus and enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.